What's up, Cincinnati? This is Coach Wynn with Beyond the Hardwood with your host, Coach Nay. I just asked you guys to follow us on B Clutch Hoopers on Twitter, on Instagram, Clutch underscore Hoopers Clutch Company, and on Facebook, ClutchHoopers.com. I want to just give a quick shout out to Nevaeh Dean of Lakota West. She's committing to Virginia Tech, and she's going to be a straight baller out of the city doing her thing. We got a good one coming up for you on this next episode, the great the one and only coach her of UC Cincinnati doing really, really good things for him. Check it out. Welcome back to Beyond the Hardwood. I'm your host, Coach Nate, with my co-host, Coach Nate. How you doing, Coach Nate? What's up, Coach Nate? We got a banger today. Yes, sir. We got a good one. You got anything for the people today? No, I just want to shout out all our 2020 seniors. You guys did an awesome job. Even though we're going through this COVID pandemic, I don't want you guys to be discouraged. Keep pushing. You guys earned it. 13, or actually, it was 12 or 13 hard-earned years, and you got four more to go. And if you ain't got that four more, whatever trade or whatever you want to do, best of luck to all you guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to our seniors. This was one of the toughest years ever. I don't think we ever going to go through this again, so you probably are the toughest graduating class of 2020. But it only makes you stronger. Yes, so shout out to you, and good luck in, in your future endeavors. So today, we, we have a banger today. Um... We have a good one for you all. Our guest, Louisville native, uh, um, earned Kentucky High School State Player of the Year honors in 1986 while playing at Arthur High School and was inducted into the Arthurton Hall of Fame in 2003. She played her college ball at Western Kentucky University. While there, she helped guide the Lady Topper to a pair of Sunbelt Conference Tournament Championships in 1988 and 1989. She spent three seasons at the University of Cincinnati as the assistant coach and four years at Nebraska in the same role. From there, she was named head coach for the Kentucky State Thoroughbreds, spending two seasons there. She also coached at WKU for six seasons. She was the assistant coach for Louisville from 2007 to 2017. During her time there, the Cardinals made three Sweet 16 appearances and their first Final Four appearances and finished as the national runner-up. Most notable player overall, number one pick, Angel McCarthy in 2013, and number eight pick, Shani Schimmel, 2013 WNBA draft. She currently holds the head coaching job for University of Cincinnati. Her first year, 2018-2019 season, the team accumulated 24 wins, most in program history. So with that being said, welcome to the show, Coach Hurt. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm just really excited to have the opportunity to uh, spend the time with you all. Yes, sir. Definitely. We we appreciate you trying to bring Cincinnati basketball to the forefront in the girls' practice. Well, I really appreciate that. That's another reason every time you know people ask me to get on and, and talk and 
and share about our program. I want to make sure that uh, I can do that because, uh, you know, not only uh, those young ladies, but the university deserves it too. So I'm excited to be here. Definitely. And not the, the bad mouth UC because I'm a diehard UC fan, but before you got here, we were struggling, yeah. especially on that girls' level. But it's exciting to go to the, your games now and see the energy that you push within those girls. And just, I mean, you're a whole vibe on that sideline. You and your staff looks good. The, the girls looks good. You know, it, it's a different culture at UC, for, especially for the girls' level now. So I'm actually very excited that you're there. Well, I appreciate that. One thing uh, I learned a long time ago, they're very fortunate and very blessed to be a part of a lot of success. But at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about uh, that product that we put on the floor, and it's about the young ladies that how they continue to grow and be the best young ladies that they can be. Uh, you know, I promise their parents and, and their families that uh, I'll be that myself and coaches there will be that extended family for them. And so, uh, you know, what, how you see them and how they respond to us and how we are in, in those games is, is nothing but love. And uh, just so proud of how far this program has changed in the past years. Definitely. You're doing a great job with them. So that kind of brings me to my first question for you. You got the job in 2018. I don't know how they actually told you that you were going to be the next UC coach. But how was that phone call or conference or how was that for you? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, you said previously in the introduction, um, you know, I, I, I know what Central Man was the fast thought about because, uh, you know, I was here as a assistant coach in some really good days and some great times. Uh, really part of a phenomenal coach. And, uh, you know, we've been in the top 25 when I was assistant. We had WBA draft kick and Katie Sharp. Uh, and so, you know, I knew that this was, uh, you know, could be a special place. And, we all know too, Ohio is loaded. Uh, yes. And it goes basketball. Yes. It's talent everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, when it came about, uh, you know, uh, in this profession, most of the time, uh, you know, as a head coach, when you're in it for a while, you have an agent. Uh, and uh, I, you know, recently over uh, my last couple of years at Western Kentucky, had been getting uh, a lot of different offers about jobs. And, Really just didn't kind of want to deal with that, and uh, so I'm a great agent. Uh, and uh, so they got in touch with my agent, and uh, basically just said, asked for what I'd be interested. Um, very fortunate, very blessed. Um, they didn't have to interview. Uh, that I was, you know, one of the ones that they wanted to come and, and uh, you know, be the successor here. And uh, so it was really, especially uh, being an African American female. Mm-hmm. Or any coach uh, yes. has an opportunity to get a job with you. They know that you're that big for the blessing for me. So mm-hmm. uh, after getting that phone call, and uh, just really my husband and I uh, get a chance to come here and uh, just look at how different everything was and how you know our facilities are phenomenal. They put a lot into chances. Um, yeah. it, it's just it, it's incredible. And so the difference with me being here in the past and coming back. 10, 12, 15 years later, uh, it, it was totally different. And so uh, the biggest thing for me was going to understand and know what support was going to be for women's basketball. Yeah. Uh, really important. And so, uh, you know, the, you know, I cut it to my phone, uh, you know, and now you know, the NBA USB, but, you know, brought me in and just really showed me on that vision. And uh, so I was really excited about that. So I kind of had a lot of chance. Uh, there was a couple of, uh, I had another 
I'm still too young and capable um, to be able to, you know, go somewhere else. But uh, really, just thought that this would be a great fit because it really was like basically coming back home. Um, yeah. So was that was that your final decision coming back home? Is that what you said? Like, yes, you see, is the place for me. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing is I wanted to, you know, Western Kentucky. Uh, we won a lot. Uh, won, you know, four championships. Won, uh, you know, six, uh, four conference championships, two Olympic championships, six championships in six years. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I also wanted to be, and I'm very blessed to be able to have had that opportunity. But I wanted to be in a situation where I could take the program to the next to another level and kind of put my stamp on it where I felt like we could have uh, all the necessities that we needed to get to uh, you know, a two sixteen or something like that. Yeah. And so that was the biggest thing that really drew me to here. Um, you know, of course being in the you know, the A the AAC and being in a situation where playing against UConn and So from 2018 to now, can you talk about some of the major accomplishments that you and your team made? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I'm really so impressed with was, you know, anytime you come in and you take over a program, uh, you know, and, and let's go back and give credit. Uh, Coach Elliott, they had won 19 games before I got here. Yeah. Uh, they went to the postseason of the uh, And so there was a lot of good things going on. Uh, and so my staff and I, we had, when we showed up, we had to really just talk to them about just trying to get to the next level mm-hmm. uh, and try to take this program to a place that it hadn't been So when you talk about looking at 2018, you talk about coming into a program where we had, you know, seniors and different people that had been recruited by the, the past that to now trying to buy into what we've been trying to do. Right. So I think the biggest, one of the biggest accomplishments was watching us grow. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't easy at first. You know, the way the scholar I played was going to the last uh, So putting all those things in place every single day, so watching them grow. And then by the time we got to conference, and I could see us growing more and more as a team and then really buying in and just really getting to the point where we had, you know, we, we had different people and all the, the fan support, different people, the crowds were growing a little bit more. Uh, it was really, and then, you know, we get to, uh, you know, the conference tournament, and, uh, you know, we lose to South Florida, but then we get a, a bid in the postseason at the NIT. And the university steps up, man. I mean, we got a chance to post those three three games here at home, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, that, that third game that we had, in the, you know, to get us to uh, going into the uh, Elite Eight, we had close to 4,000 people uh, at, wow. at the uh, arena at this tournament. So that was a an awesome moment for 2018 and so that was something that I look upon, you know, we you know, winning those games in the postseason was the most that they never won. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, I, I can't really go to the NCAA, that's mm-hmm. what I came here to But at the end of the day, very grateful uh, for what our team and everything they accomplished, they accomplished in that year. And that was definitely something for us to be on. Right. So it, was, it really wasn't the culture of UC, it was just really trying to push the girls to the next level. So how... Well, 
ahead. Go ahead, Coach. Go ahead, Coach. I, I'm going to say, I want to tell you the, the culture. Every coach has a different culture. Every coach has different expectations. Every yeah. coach sees things in different ways. That's why they say there's so many different ways to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I say that it was, they were used to what they were used to. And as gotcha. we all know what you do as adults. You only know what you know. Right. And so I think that that was something that I really, uh, the 2018 season here was a very educational season also too. Right. It wasn't just about education to the point of us winning basketball. Yeah. It was about educating them about what, what the basketball had done and what we had done previously, but it was 17 years or 16 years ago. Right. And you know, just putting them in a position to understand that they could be one of those teams that could always be that team that made a difference. Yeah. And changed the uh, of what it was. And so I think the kind of, didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I heard that and I wanted to really kind of dive into that to understand that, you know, I'm just blessed that I was around a lot of great coaches. Mm-hmm. And, and those coaches have allowed me to be able to put and pinpoint what would be a great uh, you know what my culture would look like, yeah. and I think that that was something that I was I'm really blessed with. And you know what you said, you know to be on that sideline and coaching the sound board as a assistant coach, man. So that my dream just kept getting bigger and bigger. That like I want to do this as a head coach, right? And uh, so that's when that whole uh, staple of me jumping out and wanting to become a head coach, uh, and, you know, on on on. Definitely. Right. Can can you kind of kind of give us an insight of that final four appearance? I know that was just one of the, the pinnacle oh. moments of your life. So give us a little insight on that. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's so awesome, and uh, I'm just kind of leading up to this. I'm very fortunate that Jeff Wallace, uh, when he got the job at uh, you know University of Louisville, you know he called me, and because uh, Jeff and I worked together at University of Nebraska, so. He's like my brother, the little coach, he's like family. Um, and so when he got the job, he called me and this is the time I was the head coach at Division Two at Kentucky State mm-hmm. And he called me and he said, uh, uh, Michelle, I want you to uh, come and work with me, uh, not for me, work with me, uh, because you've done this and you stood up uh, as the head coach, you've done all these things. So uh, but we can like try to take the move on to to the next step. Right. And so uh, it, it was just amazing to be a part of that and uh, we had a lot of fun. We just worked really hard, we recruited, we we coached, we did all those things. But uh just leading up and getting into the NCAA that year, uh, you know, we thought that we were gonna get one seat and end up getting another seat. Mm-hmm. But you know, it all works out. And uh, you know, he, he Jeff is one of the greatest coaches in the game and getting his team and his players to believe they can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to watch us, you know, we had to go to LSU and we had to go there and meet up at LSU and meet some of them off, you know, uh, and land on LSU's uh, home floor. And then we go to, uh, for us to, you know, when we get into the Sweet 16, we had to play Baylor and then we play Maryland to, to try to, you know, the lead eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, that uh, just going through that was incredible because you know as a coach that's inspired to be a head coach at this division one level, I'm watching and I'm seeing and we're scouting against the best, mm-hmm. and I'm like you know taking all these notes and I'm doing everything I can so I know that when my time comes I'm gonna be ready. Right. And so the experience of it was incredible. And then Jeff 
had already been to a child tour as an assistant with the University of Maryland. Okay. So we win and we beat Maryland and we win. We wasn't supposed to win. Uh, our girls just stepped up and it was incredible. So we go and, and the, the awesome thing about it was the final four was in St. Louis Mm. So, you know, St. Louis from Louisville is, is, is not far. Mm-hmm. So we had a ton of following, a ton of support. Uh, and then we did in that final four game and we played against uh, Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, that's a whole other atmosphere for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll share this with you, one thing you stick with me. Uh, Jeff told us before because uh, before uh, every practice uh, that you go on the child four, you know, the coolest thing is only 14 left. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're in the locker room and uh, we're about ready to go out on the court and hold the practice at the child four so everybody gets to come. But the neatest thing is before you do that, you hear them say, and the University of Louisville, and they call out. And uh, before we went out, uh, Jeff just said to myself, uh, Stephanie and Beth and the other two assistants, he said, hey, take a home. And just really just take this all in and stand here together and just listen to that. Because mm-hmm. the number 14th left and one of them in the country. Right. And I will never, never forget that. And that was one of the most defining moments for me because that's where everybody wants to be. Yeah. And uh, so we were down against Oklahoma, came all the way back, and uh, ended up making it to the finals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and of course, we lost to UConn, but. Uh, just that experience, you know, we, we came back and lived to see another day. Right, yeah. right, right. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, so let's get back to the Cincinnati thing. So, how do you prepare for the Crosstown shootout with X? That, that's, that's a big thing in Cincinnati. It is a big thing. And you know, uh, that, uh, for first year here, we had one in a while. And uh, so, uh, that was a big preparation, and you know, it's a, it's a big thing for the city, and it's awesome. You know, it's great that you have that, and that you have that, you know, competitive, uh, you know, game, and just what it all, uh, you tell them, and all, uh, especially a lot of uh, the youth and the younger, uh, the girls coming to the games, and yeah. the youth basketball teams, and mm-hmm. everyone, and so, uh, the preparation is, is, is great, like, you know, I've been very fortunate to be a part of like this first the rivals, you know, and that world will be accepted. You know, when I was in West Kentucky, it was military. So, uh, you know, prepping and preparing, uh, you just do you do what you do because you know what? The kids with all the social media, all the things that are going on, they already understand what they're saying. Exactly. Uh, and you don't really have to get them to a point where you gotta do anything special or you gotta like ramp them up for this. Because they're ready for it. And they understand and know how important it is for our city and for our university. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we're able to bring that trophy and leave it for us at the University of Cincinnati. And so we were able to win it my first year and then went to uh, over to next this year and then was able to do the same thing. So it, it's just a blessing. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a healthy uh, rivalry that's amazing for the game of Homosexuality. Uh, Definitely, definitely, definitely. And we had the pleasure of going to your past game with and you guys beat Xavier, and I was so thankful for that. That's, that made my night. But the, just just like you said, it means a lot to the little girls that go in there and they, they support either UC or Xavier. It means something for the city, just like you said. And just, I mean, I was ecstatic that you guys brought it home, but I was more ecstatic that the girls got to see high-level basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that uh, I pride myself on as a head coach. Um, I really want to make sure that 
you know, if you come to the home games, you see uh, after the game, we don't go into the home games, you know. Yeah. We stay on, we, we, we meet, we huddle in the middle of the jump circle, mm-hmm. and our kids sign autographs. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my kids, players, I don't care the same kid comes every single game mm-hmm. to sign their autographs because it's so important. Uh, just for them in that moment, for them to be able to uh, share that little time with them. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's been a really big kick. Uh, it was something that uh, we did, and, and I got that from the University of Louisville. And uh, it, it, I, I just love it, and I love to see uh, when the kids come, and the, and the kids come out of the stands, and they're waiting in line, uh, and they're just waiting just to have an opportunity to talk to our, to our players. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. It, it creates that dream, you know. Mm-hmm. Every little girl wants to be now that UCR, that Xavier player. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah. It's awesome what you guys do. So, uh, well, I think that's why. I okay. think that's why I'm cool too, that I try to make sure that I'm available too after the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's why we do the live interview in the, in the arena and I go in the back and do the press and all of that. We haven't. You know, we haven't gone to that point yet, but we're, we're going to continue. That's why I'm on here and I'm on everywhere. I can't be uh, promoting a women's basketball program because mm-hmm. uh, I, I want this. That's a special place over there. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. rim. And just being in there is a great atmosphere. And, you know, my goal and, and my vision is to be able to sell out that little bubble and, and just have that place. Uh, every single game for our young ladies to be able to play in front of that. And so uh, it, it's, it's something that I really dig about, and that's why I always try to make sure that I'm uh, available and, and counter to the, the parents and the kids and everyone too after the game. Right, definitely. right. So, so with with you being in the Ohio realm, do you like recruiting girls from Ohio? Is that something that you kind of you know put in your top five, Ohio? Oh yeah, that ain't in my top five, that's in my top one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and I say that because, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to be around a lot of way back to but mm-hmm. I also understand and know that, uh, you know, there's uh, certain players that you know fit your style and what you do, with how you play, but, you know, and uh, I just believe that there's a lot of great players around here and, you know, all our state and, the other people can come in from everywhere and just try to get all of my plates. So I'm going to work pretty hard myself and staff to identify those players early and uh, make sure that the, the parents and the, the, the coaches and everyone else know that we are recruiting here in Ohio. And uh, that was one of the biggest things that was, uh, you know, we got here, we only had one, one player on our lock from Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no, no way that it should be that way. Right. So, uh, that's why, you know, we went out and you know, when I got here, the Jillian Hayes was a number one on my, on my radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's because, uh, you know, you got to understand and know that, you know, you have an opportunity to be able to try to build a relationship and get a kid that can, you know, that's going to, like, her top end is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to have a chance to really do some amazing things for us. So then we also have another number one from close to uh, Toledo, Ohio. It's on our locker. So definitely, hands down, uh, we will definitely be always uh, recruiting in Ohio. Definitely. But uh, one thing I do know, though, too, I'm going to recruit, but I don't recruit the best. Right. And uh, so, you know, we want to be on a national level. And I want to continue to recruit so we can be at that level. So uh, definitely going to always give uh, 
you know, I think kids and my hometown kids had opportunity to be able to be a part of something special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, just like everybody knows that Ohio is a hotbed of talent. It's just really just trying to push that the girls' spears and the girls' basketball out there because there's definitely in Cincinnati there's not enough pub for the girls of Ohio and Cincinnati. So that's kind of the reason why we created this platform is to establish ourselves. And, and, and I just want everybody to know that we're doing this for free. We we don't get anything out of this. We don't want anything out of it. We're really just trying to make sure that you guys are being seen and being heard because the boys are getting so much pub. So it kind of brings me into our next our next question for you, Coach Herder, is you got two really good freshmen from Ohio coming in. Let's talk about uh, Caitlin Esler of Liberty Benton and Jillian Hayes of Loveland. What do you see in those girls and why do they stick out to you? Yeah. Well, I'll start with Jillian first because, you know, she comes from Berkeley, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, 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 I watched her uh, AAU basketball. I had a lot of people before I got the job here calling me about her. Um, have a really uh, a mutual friend, uh, actually a former uh, alum um, from Western Kentucky and Durham Hall, who actually coached Jackson, her brother, Texas. And Durham uh, called me and said, hey, you need to get your, as soon as you step foot there, you need to make sure you get in uh, on this kid. She's, you know, great kid. I've been around her from Jackson, you know, so, um, you know, that's just who I am. And so I uh, just really started from day one, reached out. And uh, Jill and Matt is really uh, connected. Uh, she's a phenomenal young lady, and uh, our relationship just grew more and more. And, uh, you know, she had an opportunity to go. She had a lot of offers. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, yeah, what I see in her, Jill is a very versatile, big time player. You know, we brought an emotion offense. I like players that can play multiple positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jill can play her back to the basket. Or she can face up, she can shoot. Yeah. So one thing, she's a winner. You know, I like winners. She got mm-hmm. her, the first thing I go for, I want kids that know how to win. Right. Yeah. You know, I say this all, I say this all the time. I want kids that want to dominate, not participate. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with all the ones that are in a situation where you can possibly maybe be in the game, I'm trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. So that's the first and foremost thing I look for. And Jill just really stood out in that and just our relationship. I mean, we're super close. Uh, I talk to her every day during the recruiting process, uh, you know, whether it was text or on the phone or, you know, she came over to, you know, our practices, she came, uh, you know, over to the school all the time, and, and that matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. And so uh, that was something that was really, I felt like she was definitely uh, a huge part of like what we could do and all, and because she was so. Uh, she was heavily recruited by some child high schools and stuff too. That mm-hmm. they could show other uh, great players that you can stay home. Mm-hmm. This is right. a great opportunity in a great situation. Uh, you know, Caitlin, one thing I, I loved about her, uh, saw her actually in the spring at AAU, and you see a, a 636 ball coach that can run and just keep running and cover his nail. Uh, rebounds and can finish and you know playing in AAU we all know sometimes and I know because I play that position you know but we all we touch the ball all the time right. you know and, and what I want is for a post player that continues to still uh, run the floor every single time rebound play defense and they not even touch it maybe six times in that game mm-hmm. and I think that was one thing that really you know she just happened she was a great volleyball, she was a great volleyball player also too uh, and so, you know, that goes back to the part where I described the women. 
that. Yeah, you were just talking a little bit about uh, Imani Thomas. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just really proud of her and just her growth and, and coming the first day I got put on campus to what she is now. Um, you're a great player, you know, you, you, you have that uh, ability to want to get better and better. Uh, her, her IQ is very, very high. Uh, and then I just came in and just tried to challenge her every single day. And, and especially the first year from, you know, the first year we got here to this past season. And so, uh, this is very good. Uh, yeah. So I'm so excited for her. You know, she's here coming up. Uh, and just her ability. She wants to play the next level. And so every single day, she's really working to try to, uh, when we can get a chance to get back together, you know, so she can live that dream out. Yeah. Right. 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 And she, uh, she is unbelievable. She, she likes to bang in the post. She never gives yeah. up. I mean, she runs the floor like a deer. She rebounds everywhere. I mean, she finds an open man. She's she's just one of those. And I, I know you're excited that she you got her for at least one more year, maybe two. But I mean, she is I I, I would say the true definition of what you guys are trying to build there. Oh, definitely. I'm so excited. Like I I, I wake up like it. And, and her and I have just gotten closer and closer and well more and more. She loves basketball, uh, so that's a great thing. And so just really helping her and, and wanting her just to keep, keep growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, as I said, I, I she was very high, and I really want her to just continue to keep growing so she can help lead this team. And she's been doing a phenomenal job since this whole pandemic. And us good college and just doing all the things with the team and then you know, her doing things with the team and, and, you know, so it's really, it's really good. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Excellent. Definitely, definitely. So, so with Ohio being, you know, a hotbed, how, how do you think we could promote the girls basketball game to get to that next level? Um, I just think it's, a, a, you know, the lot of what you all are doing now and like this word about is a lot. Oh, you know what, I think that, uh, just to be honest, I feel like that uh, drug basketball is it's out there. It's just an opportunity to be in the right places at the right times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and making sure that when it is those times, that the product is great. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the product that we put on the floor, the product, the things that we do, and that's from our level to, you know, AAU to high school, because it all coincides and, and goes together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And that's why it's really important for coaches uh, that, this is, that we understand and know that, that we're in this for the livelihood of these amazing young ladies. Yeah. And so everything that we put in every single day, and as you all just said earlier, you all do this for free. You all do this to put this out there for us. Like, that's that platform. Mm-hmm. And every time we can have a platform and a voice, we gotta use use that and utilize it to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. But then when you get the people to come, that's what I say this all the time, and that's why I tell my dad, you know, you have that opportunity when people come out and watch you, you gotta make sure that you put on a show. Mm-hmm. You gotta make sure that somebody wants to come back to see that again. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many other things uh, in Cincinnati and everywhere else, so many other things to do. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I never forget that and I always try to that's for everyone. That's just not for my level. That's across the board for all of us coaches. Uh, this matters. This matters. And we, you know, these young kids are looking for us to help guide them and show them 
what what they need to do so we can help them get to women's basketball and girls' basketball to get where it needs to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Great point, great point, coach. So, so tell us how valuable it is, is you for you and your staff to kind of get to some of these AAU tournaments and do scouting too and recruit. Um, it's a, it's very, it's very vital. Um, you know, it's just, we're all, uh, as we all know, we're all going through this right now with the pandemic and mm-hmm. not being able to go out and, uh, you know, not knowing what's going to happen in the future. But, you know, the greatest thing is, I think we all understand it's one thing about coaching. We have to learn to adjust. Mm-hmm. And so if uh, we're, we're not going to go out, okay, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What does those relationships look like that you're getting in touch with the, the players and the coaches and the people around that you need to? And, and you've got a lot of problems. Yeah, it's going to become verbal uh, instead of you being seen, mm-hmm. you know? And then when it gets back to being where they can see you and you're there, you know, you just have, you've got to be able to grow and want to grow more in, in, this, in this position that we're in right now. But recruiting is vital. Um, that's just, you know, we first got here, the staff and I, we wanted to make sure, like, you know, we'll just go to, try not to just go to games where, they have someone we're recruiting. We want to show up at the, the, the games here in the city to let them know we support them. Mm-hmm. It's not just about, like, just because you have players, uh, you know, you might have a really good player on the team. You know, and that's why, you know, it, you know it's, it's a little, it's, it, it kind of sucks that we're not going to get to have, you know, team camp this year, but it's a great opportunity to just be able to build those relationships and stuff. So a lot of those things all, like, come together that you when you're trying to build and build something special. So, you know, for us, we have to just continue to keep getting out there and out there and, you know, making sure we're, you know, at those age tournaments, make sure we're at, at the places we need to be because that's really important. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And just like you said, it's all, all about building those relationships. So I can only imagine for you and your staff, it makes it a little bit more intimate. You guys are actually enjoying the time with your families and then on the, on the side of trying to reach out to these girls and let them know that you're there. I, I can only imagine that it makes it that more worth it. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. It makes you look like you people all the time. Well, you know, I, I wake up every morning and I'm trying to stay on the schedule. And- you know, we'll get some work in and do different things, but I'm blessed. And, you know, I know that however this is uh, going to look after this is, you know, all over, you know, uh, God's willing, I'll still be in this position. So yeah. I'm trying to prep myself, myself and prepare myself to make sure that when those 15 young ladies in their staff come back and they look at me to leave, then I'm ready. Yeah. And then I'm ready to do whatever I need to let them know that it's okay. And that's the same thing. A lot of our calls and we're, we're talking to the players, I'm, I'm telling them, hey, let's, let's talk about this. You know, mm-hmm. what, what are we at? What are you, what mental uh, space are you in? Because you think about it, a lot of them, when we get at home, they were still have to finish school, uh, you know, the, 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 and, and get all of that. And, and also, no basketball tournament at the end, as far as, you know, postseason. Mm-hmm. So, so many things going on with y'all. But then I just had to look at them and say, and we talked a lot about, okay, uh, is this, are we like, uh, in what stage are we in? Are we in like a storm or is this a hurricane? Are we going to be through the black? So just looking at it in uh, the perspective for me as a leader and as a head coach uh, at, at the university of Cincinnati, I have to do that because they're going to follow my lead. And if I'm, uh, you know, in a state of panic, and I'm one way, then that's what they're going to be. Exactly. 
So this is the last question I have for you, Coach. Um, okay. So we know girls' hoop matters, but why does it matter for you? I'm sorry, I can't hear the first part. Could you repeat? So girls' hoops matters, mm -hmm. but why does it matter for you? Oh, man. It's done so much for me in my life. Uh, you know, I ended up playing basketball since I was in the ninth grade. And uh, to be able to live the life that, you know, be a beautiful scholarship and go to college, there's so many amazing people in my life uh, has changed, you know, helped me grow into who I am. And so uh, I'm just a firm believer that you, you give back. And uh, so I'm, I'm blessed on top of it bringing the culture back on that college level for us. Um, just putting UC back on the map as far as our powerhouse program. Getting these homebred girls up there to play for you next year. I can't wait to come see Jillian play next year. That's that's just going to be crazy right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. We all want to, you know, I know she's excited. Her family's excited. We're excited to add so many amazing uh, families to our program. And, uh, yeah, I just appreciate you all the time, and thanks for inviting me uh, and letting me have this platform to be able to talk about UC Women's basketball. Because uh, I'm telling you, we're, we're working so we can uh, get to that point where on that national level. That's where we're trying to go. Definitely. Definitely. And we, we thank you for being on and doing everything that you're doing for UC. I love it. Well, I just really appreciate you all. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Good luck next season. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. What's up, Cincinnati? And there you have it. What power and wisdom Coach Hurd has spoken on this line today. I just want everybody to, to understand that this is a coach that coached five WNBA players. Uh, a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge. She's in the state. She's in our city. She wants to recruit girls in our city, in our state. So that should wake up a lot of people to do their due diligence, to try to make sure you're being seen and, and make sure that you're wanted. And then another key point that she said is she doesn't want just anybody. She wants that somebody that's going to win. So step up. Let's go, Cincinnati. It's your time.